You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerds! From the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines! Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and anime are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new issue of the Comic Section Podcast, issue number 102. I'm your host, Jason, and normally I have beside me my talented co-host, Lil CO. But Lil CO is currently out this week, but it's all good. I have a special guest host to tune in and hang out with us since Lil CO's out. And we're going to send Lil CO some well positive vibes as always. But right now, let me go ahead and call up my guest for this week. Hopefully he's by his phone because I was like, yo, I need you to hold it down for me and let's see if he's there. Let's go ahead and give him a call. Yo, yo, yo is this the magnificent T-Daddy? What's good, Jay? What's, yeah. what's going on, man? Welcome to the Comic Section Podcast, bro. Podcast. Yeah. Comic Section. That's right. This was a totally unexpected call, man. I ain't talked to you in a minute. I know, man. It's been a long time. And for our listeners out there, you know, who may not know, you know, we have some history, man. We go back for, like, years, right? Yeah, yeah. Probably about, what, 2000 and uh, 2005, I think, 2006. Yeah, man. So, uh, you know, for those of you who may not know, obviously you know about me as, you know, my career started in radio but uh this gentleman that i call the magnificent t daddy he was one of the guys that actually you know helped me and groomed me you know into becoming more than just a you know typical radio personality so t daddy if you want to you know let the people know a little bit of the background of you know your career as far as radio goes and your career in audio you know all of that you pretty much just you know uh said it all Okay. Uh, I've done, yeah, I've done radio about 15, 15 years. I was I was in the game for a minute. Yeah. Now I do a lot of you know voiceover work and uh, um I have a, a DJ drop business, so I do DJ drops and uh, I'm big into sports. I do a lot of uh, uh, fantasy uh, sports uh, analytical work. Uh huh. You know, and that's about it, man. It's been chilling. Been chilling. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Well, hey, man, thank you for, uh, you know, taking the call and being a guest host, man. I know I called you at the last minute, but, you know, Lil Seal's currently out, and I'm like, yo, I know someone who's just as, you know, opinionated and doesn't hold back their opinions on certain things because, you know, we've had talks about, you know, our favorite comic book characters and superheroes, and you have your hot takes as well. You know, you're super opinionated, and I'm like, yo, you would be the perfect guest host this week. So, uh, you know, without further ado. Hey, man, well, I'm honored to have you on, man. I'm super excited about this, man. I can't wait for the people to hear the words of the Magnificent T-Daddy. And you're going to find out why he's the Magnificent T-Daddy in just a few minutes once you hear his uh, his opinions on these topics. All right? So uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into breaking news headlines. All right, guys. So breaking news headlines. For those of you who may not know, hey, Chris Evans, 
may be returning to the MCU. That's right, you heard that right. You know, we thought his character was over after uh, Avengers Endgame, but appears in the news that uh, the actor's in talks with Marvel Studios to finish a deal which would see him suit up once again. Now, it's unknown whether or not the deal between Evans and Marvel is closed, but Evans is expected to return in at least one Marvel property with the deal leaving the door open for him to appear in other movies later so uh t daddy what's your thoughts on uh chris evans were you a fan of you know his portrayal as captain america i mean he was decent i liked him you okay know, i'm kind of wondering how, how how are they going to bring him back are they going to take it back is it going to be like uh you know retro scenes where, mm -hmm. uh, you know um that's they're, they're telling uh the, the buy story or whatever yeah you know because he's like 80 years old now. Right? I know, right? Or yeah, I would say about. He, yeah, he looks it. <laughs> yeah, he do. He definitely does, especially at the end of Endgame. It was like, all right, you know what? It's about time for me to go ahead and hang it up, man. But you know what? My, I, I guess my question is: so, what is this going to mean for uh, the Winter Soldier and Falcon? Because you know, we got that Disney Plus showed us about the launch. So, you know, could this be? You know, he might show up in the series or possibly in another film like you know that's what i'm thinking you know um it'll probably pop up in the series as someone they can go talk to and, and, and basically get advice on you know yeah. what to do right and how to play that uh captain american captain america role yeah falcon's in he's the man now right right and i'm super excited to see you know that dynamic and you know obviously the dynamic between falcon and winter soldier that you know buddy cop you know uh relationship that they have but uh but yeah this is interesting news man and and like you i mean you know him being captain america man i was a fan of his man i still am you know and i'm i'm not gonna lie it's kind of like oh man well you know i mean we kind of have to miss you a little bit longer man like you know give us some time it's been Before, long it's just they haven't put out any new material it's been about what a year two years yeah but you, i'm saying more like you know let us give us like maybe a few movies maybe like two three movies for us to be like man you know what i really do miss you know cat man you know but maybe that's just me maybe i'm just nah, like a, i feel you that's what they did in the comics for a little bit you know um he was in my and they went about a year without cat good point Maybe they point. should do it in the television series too. But then again, maybe they're shook and um they know he can carry the series. Ah. I don't know. I don't know where their confidence is at yet with with, with, with uh, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Right. Mm, that's a good point. They you might be right. You might have hit the nail on the head then. You know, it might be that, you know, Disney's kinda like, hey, okay, we like these two characters, but they're just not cap, you know? So I don't know, man. It's interesting, man. But, you know, hey, Kevin Feige, yo, that dude is the, the genius behind all of this, man. So, you know, there's definitely a plan. I'm sure they got something, you know, laid out and, like, you know, a great way to bring them back in and, if possible, in other films as well, too. So uh, it's definitely going to be interesting. And as of right now, Marvel, of course, has not commented on Evans returning to the role. Obviously, just, you know, they ain't trying to, you know, you know, reveal too much. They got to keep the curtains closed right now. You know what I mean? Here's a question I have. Like, yeah, and I probably already figured it out, but forgot. Okay, what's the status of the Red Skull? Ooh, well, you know what, Red School, Red School was in Endgame. He was like the protector of the, uh, I guess he got he the got Soul Stone, though, but he got replaced. Oh, the act, the original actor who played him, like he, no, no, didn't Red Skull get replaced when um um uh 
was it when Gamora died, or or, or was it the Black Widow that one of the, 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 they replaced him? No, I don't think so. I did think you, I think he was just out? no, no, no. Well, you know what? That's a good question. Now that I think about it, because I remember him being like the uh, the overseer, and you know, letting right. letting people know, or like Black Widow and Hawkeye know, like, hey, all right, I'm letting you know the rules of this place. If you decide to, you know want that soul stone you gotta trade a soul for a soul but i don't know that's a good question man now now i'm really i'm really thinking now man maybe i don't know It'd i wouldn't be... be surprised if he popped up in the new series yeah what's the captain america series without the red skull yeah you gotta have red skull in there somewhere or at least you know some uh a memory of them or yeah something, something. yeah that's a great point man great point Hey, that's why he's the magnificent man. We, I told you guys, man, you gonna believe? <laughs> you gonna throw in some, uh, you know, some other ways of thinking about these things, man. So that's interesting. So okay, let's go ahead and keep it in the MCU with this other news that just broke as well. Um, Kevin Feige, obviously Kevin Feige's out, and he's promoting the new WandaVision that just came out on Disney Plus, and he's basically doing press right now. And during his press run, uh, people asked him about Deadpool three. And for those of you who may not know, most of the people who tune into the podcast, you already know, you're already aware. But those who haven't, Deadpool 3 has been confirmed to take place in the MCU and will be rated R by the man Kevin Feige himself. Um, he said, and I quote, uh, it will be rated R and we are working on a script right now. And Ryan Reynolds is overseeing a script currently. So, um, but also producer gave fans an update on when the sequel will begin shooting, but uh, Feige doesn't believe the movie will get underway this year, but Reynolds wants to make sure that they get Deadpool's entry into the MCU just right. So even if yeah. that, you know, that means they're going to be focusing on other projects in the meantime, because obviously Marvel Studios has plenty of stuff to work on. So, um, you know, what's your thoughts on that? That's some exciting news, man. I love Deadpool. And with Ryan Reynolds' portrayal as Deadpool, obviously he has a genuine love for the character. The fact that he's not only starring in it, but he loves it so much that he wants to write on it. He Basically, this is his baby. And the fact that Kevin Feige's like, all right, hey, man, we're just bringing you an MCU, and it's still your thing. Keep it R. We ain't going to mess with it. You know, we ain't, you know how they say, like, nah, nah, if, nah, it ain't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Well, you know how you know how Disney does things, man. They they break stuff all the time. They broke Star Wars, in my opinion. Okay. So um, that's a popular that's, opinion. That's a popular opinion. That is. That's what that's what I will be worried about, man. You know, basically, you know, what's the limitations? Well, what's his limitations going to be on on writing this script? I mean, it's Disney. Uh -huh. That's true. You know? That's true. But I mean, Deadpool is a proven commodity. You know what I'm saying? It, it'd be it'd be one thing it'd be one thing if Deadpool didn't make a lot of money. Like the first two the first two movies are like yeah, billion dollar money. movies. Made a lot of money for Fox, but um, you know, um, I mean, Disney don't care about an L, you know. Oh, I think they do. I, I I'm you know they what I'm so positive much, they do. They make so much money, but I don't think the I don't think the movie is going to be an L or even a dud. I just think they're going to dumb it down some. It's not going to be like you know the Deadpool. That, we, that 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 we're familiar with mm. as far as you know what fox was doing with him and just just how you know okay crazy and insane he was you know right what I'm and i think that's something but here's the thing i feel like i feel like they're not going to mess with it at all because again here's one thing about the mcu i love the mcu but i will say that the mcu is formulaic you know you kind of you kind of know what a marvel film is i mean most of them are good at least most of them are good um so but they kind of have a formulaic 
formulaic, uh, you know, I guess, uh, outlook on it. It's like you kind of know what you're getting. Deadpool is the one character that can break that. I feel like the MCU now needs like a, a jolt of like new freshness and new, you know what I'm saying? Like a new way of doing it. Don't get me wrong. What they're doing is great, but they need some new new energy. And I feel like Deadpool will bring that. And the fact that Kevin Feige, the man himself. Now, here's the thing. I don't think, I honestly, I feel Disney knows, you know, Marvel was fine without Disney. Let's be honest. The only, Disney was like, all right, cool. You know what? We just backing y'all. You know what I'm saying? This ain't this ain't the Lucas Star Wars version. You know, I, I get that, and I see your I see the cynicism because I get it because I understand. I'm like you. Like I feel like Disney didn't let Star Wars really be Star Wars, but I feel like with Marvel, Marvel's a proven commodity. It's like, hey, Kevin Feige, the man himself, who got all that power. You know, Bob Iger was like, hey man, this is your thing. All we're doing is just back giving you money to help you know grow, and we definitely well, love money. We'll see. We'll see. All right. But you know, um, Deadpool practice, what they call the third wall. Fourth wall breaking. Fourth wall. My, yeah. my bad. You good. Wall. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we'll see how they, uh, how this is interpreted into the new uh, Disney Marvel universe. Yeah. But I just know Disney has a, a, a fixation. Okay. On um, doing things their way. And even if it it doesn't work, then they'll go back and um, what's the word where they uh basically change, change things that mm-hmm. happened previously. It's called recon, recon. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Retcon, yeah. like they got a retcon. Yeah, retcon. yeah. But uh, right. Okay. Like with with the Star Wars, um, I, I know this is completely off the subject, so I mm-hmm. I, I want to say it real quick. Go ahead. With the Star Wars, they're already retcon that. So basically, what they're trying to say now is possibly the new theory is. The last three movies don't even matter. They don't exist. Right. They yeah. went back to they went back to Clone Wars. And, right. Um, yeah, you see what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. and I think a lot and and that you make a great point. I think a lot of that has to do with how divisive those Star Wars movies have been. It's just kind of like, right. all right, it's super divisive. Either it's either half and half, and they can't afford a half and half movie. Like they can't afford a property that you know some like and a lot of people dislike. You know. And right. so I, I completely get that on the Star Wars front. On the Marvel well, front, we haven't had that yet. Not Spider-Man. going wood. Spider-Man. Which Spider-Man? Uh, the last two Spider-Mans. You thought that was divisive? They redid the whole story. Well, yeah, because they didn't want it to be a, you know, they didn't want to have that Sony Spider-Man. They're like, this is Marvel Spider-Man. But... To, to piggyback off your point, with Spider-Man 3, it looks like possibility they might be bringing back all the different Spider-Men. But I feel like yeah, Marvel... Yeah, the multiverse. Yeah. Right. So, hey, man, it's going to be interesting. But I honestly, I Spider-verse. feel like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do feel like... I feel like this is a good sign. I feel like, you know, Kevin Feige, if anything, Disney trusts Kevin Feige because <laughs> Marvel's keeping Disney's lights on. Let's be honest here. In Star Wars, you know, the lights are kind of dimmy. <laughs> you know, I don't Man- know now, hey, look, I, Mandalorian. How Marvel keep? <laughs> hey, how Marvel keeping Disney's lights on? They Disney are. Is, they are. Disney owns ABC. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we ain't talking about the news division. I'm just saying. I'm like, I yo. Mean, I mean, I'm just saying. Media, man. period. Media. No, but no, uh, all right. We'll see. All we all we can do is um hope for the best, man. That's so it. I'm not going to be a, you know uh, um. Debbie Downer. I'm not gonna sit back here and be sour about it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you, and that's and that's good, man. And uh, and yeah, man, it's it's gonna be interesting, man. So uh, either way, that'd be dope. I wonder if they're gonna have Colossus in it. 
I think you know what I want. I want Ryan Reynolds to like you know fourth wall breaking. I want him to diss so much Disney stuff. It has to. They got to do it. Oh yeah, diss it. Just yeah. diss. Like wait a second. Hold yeah. up. That's I just came. I just came from that last universe. You mean Mickey just bought bought us? Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be good. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. All right. Well, um, you know, we're gonna go ahead and take our trip out of the MCU, and we'll get into the drama that's DC. T Daddy, I'm sure you've you know seen the drama that's been happening at a uh, WBDC, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. All the, all the politics. Oh my goodness. Speaking bad feelings. Yeah, man. And the one that's been trending that's never stopped trending, man, Ray Fisher versus Warner Brothers DC. And we spoke about it last week. We spoke about it a bunch, man. I'm sure our listeners out there are like, oh, here we go again with the Ray Fisher news. But, I mean, you know, it's like the, the new soap opera, man. <laughs> it's like every every week there's like a new story or something that came out. And, um, as of today, uh, seems that Ray Fisher says that Warner Brothers has officially removed him from the upcoming Flash films. They they removed the cyborg character all together. Um, he actually posted on Twitter the letter that he you know wrote, and he was basically you know trashing um, I guess like the head of DC. Uh, I think his name is uh, what's his name uh, Hamada. Uh, Walter, mm-hmm. yeah, Walter Hamada, and you know, basically, he was just saying how WB took his side because obviously, with the whole Justice League debacle and how he was treated, along with other star, a lot of other stars came to his defense, like Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot, and so, but apparently, WB had their investigation and they're siding with Walter Hamada, saying like, hey, you know, I mean, we don't really see you know too much there, and. It looks like that uh, Ray Fisher's like, all right, guys, well, I'm letting you guys know from me before you hear it from them that um, WB removed me. So I won't be in the Flash film. So, right. um, I mean, what's your thoughts on this? I know you brought up politics and, uh, yeah, man. It's- I mean, that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? We both work in the industry that sometimes you kind of got to curb what you say because mm-hmm. people um, get in their feelings. True. And, they'll hold, and, you know, and they'll hold up your progress. And you could possibly be, possibly be holding up progress for a project that everybody's already set on getting out, you yeah, know, and, and, and and getting this money and getting it out to uh, the fans and the viewers. So good point. Yeah. I, I think sometimes mm-hmm. you got to pick your fights. Yeah, that's a good point. And he was quite aware; like he wasn't even surprised, you know, that they, that they uh, wrote him out of the script. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, he's good with it. Yeah, I, I, I kind of don't see, you know, um, us making a big deal about it anymore if he's good with it out sometimes you just gotta you know um well no that's not right for me to say i don't know jay yeah because <laughs> i was about to say sometimes you know you just gotta sit there and eat it you know you gotta eat the cake sometimes but man mm. that man don't want to eat the cake he ain't gotta eat it yeah you're right but you know um we're going to miss out on, on on him being in uh what was that the flash movie yeah yeah we're going to miss out on him being in the flash but to be honest with you my favorite cyborg it's with um um what's the name of that crew? Which uh which crew? I was about to say Suicide Squad, but it's not the Suicide Squad. Um, oh. um with um with, with um Robot Man. <laughs> robot Man. Which Robot Man? Like, uh, wait. <laughs> the Doom the Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. Oh, okay. I like, I like Doom Patrol's cyborg. Oh, yeah. And Doom? I haven't seen, yeah. Have you seen Doom Patrol? 
Yeah, Doom Patrol's weird. I love I, like I love Doom Patrol, man. Brendan Fraser resurrected his career on that role right there. Robot Man. That's Robot Man. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Okay, so all right. That's a good point, man. Um And you know um I don't know if they're going if they did they ever carry him over to um to Teen Titans? Um I haven't seen Teen Titans in a while either. Right. Right. Well, I mean I, I like that I, I like Young Cyborg, man. I like that Cyborg. Cyborg with the hoodie. Oh, okay. I you got know, you. And the Jordans, you know. With the Jordans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sure you ain't talking about uh, Miles Morales, man? Because you know well, he... My, I mean, you know, Cyborg has this... I don't know if, it's, if Cyborg is wearing Jordans or whatever, but it's the same style. Same style? You know what I'm saying? It'd they be kind of hard, made. man. You you got some yeah. Cyborg Jordans, man. You got to get those specially made, specially crafted. You know what I mean? Be- he's, wearing, <laughs> he's wearing something, man. <laughs> I got you. All right. I'm with you on that, man. It's not shell toes, is it? No, nah, I don't he's know. Wearing, it can't be shit. It got to be metal toes, right? <laughs> nah, nah. nah. <laughs> got to have metal Cyborg toes. Do it. Cyborg is wearing that actual sneaker. So I don't know if Doom Patrol, if if, if the um the uh, j- uh mechanical disease or whatever yeah. went all the way down to his feet. I'm not sure, mm. but he's wearing actual sneakers and Adidas jumpsuit pants. All right. Oh, you mean Cyborg from the show? Yeah, that's Doom Patrol. Yeah, you patrol. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Okay, okay. I was saying that's okay. my favorite cyborg. I feel you. Okay, now we're good. Okay, all right. I was lost for a second. I thought you were talking about Brendan Fraser's character when he was just no, no, not the robot. Man. Got no, it, no, no, got no. it. No, okay, okay. About, yeah, cyborg. Now we on the I, same page. We got yeah, you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> man. Yeah, you make a great point, man. You know, I guess sometimes I guess he knew it was coming. Obviously, you know, if you're, you know, you're you're talking, you know, bad about you know these people in high positions that kind of like oversee your career like your not career but like your um uh, career as cyborg and you're yeah. you're talking trash to the person that can be like all right hey you might want to calm need, down we don't need right, you right we, you know we I mean? don't need you he yeah. hasn't even, he hasn't come out with a solo movie yet so he hasn't even shown you know uh these guys that he's a commodity true yeah you know? yeah man oh man i'll tell you what man i i don't know man because again because one week i'm i'm with him and another week it's like man like it's just I don't know, man. I, I'm just I'm just ready for this to be done with. But I mean he's a talented actor. I just hope that, you know, well, he's I mean, a this isn't it for him. No, no, I'm no. Sure, right, know? right, right. I'm and that's that's my thing. I hope it's not because you're going up against WB and as much as some people may like to not uh, I guess admit to, but WB is a powerhouse studio. You know they have right. their problems, but it's still WB at the end of the day. They make they make some great great movies. So you're gonna be on a bad side. There's only a few I studios mean, out here. That's the thing. It's like in Hollywood, unfortunately, it's a very small market. If you if you want to be on a mainstream, if if that's what you're aiming for. If not, never, if not, you'll be fine. But if you're looking, yeah. you know. You never know. Tyler Perry might want to come up with a superhero show. Oh, he, he, got, guy he got enough. He got enough space. Right, Absolutely. Know? He can definitely do it. <laughs> just, don't have, hey, just don't have him write it, though. Get somebody else to write yeah, it. Yeah, please, yeah, please. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> he might have burned his bridges with DC, but there's other opportunities out there. You know, he Good might point. be in MCU pretty soon. Yeah, why not? You never know. Yeah, it could be. Could you be. know, Ryan, we're talking about Ryan Reynolds. He was with DC. Yes, so, he was. The, the yeah, Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you're right. There's there's plenty of chances for him. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, we'll have to wait and see, man. It's so proper. This drama that's cooking up with WB, man. Oh man. Hopefully they can get it together. Um, oh, and before we switch topics, are you looking forward to the uh, Justice League Snyder Cut? Have you? Uh, is that 
something you're kind of looking forward to seeing? Were you a part of the Snyder Cut, release the Snyder Cut uh, campaign? Were you a part of that? Were you, you know? I've never been a real Justice League fanatic, man. Okay. All right. But I, I, I support the movies. I take my son, you know, we go watch the movies. and Yeah. But, you okay. know, um, they kind of did it for me with that Superman movie. And uh, then I wasn't too impressed with Superman versus Batman. So when the Justice League came in, now I like the um, do we call it the, the digital graphics or whatever? Yeah. I liked how the movie looked. Okay, but okay. I'm just I, I've never been you know uh, um, a big uh, a Justice, Justice League. League. Gotcha. And okay. it never made sense to me, man. I feel you. Even as even as a kid. Yeah. Okay. You know, Justice League never made sense to me. Whereas, like the X Men and all that kind of made sense. I see. You know. Yeah. The event, the Avengers made sense to me the way they did it, but Justice League was just like, you know. Yeah. They okay. were big. Right. Right. These guys was living in the satellite. Though. <laughs> <laughs> For real, they outside. <laughs> right. You oh know? man. Well, that's a good point, and it's it's funny you say that because uh, I definitely can't wait to uh, let the people hear your uh, review on Wonder Woman 1984. We'll be getting to that in the next few topics, but let's go ahead and keep it on this topic right here. We're going to move on to Mortal Kombat, man. You remember that first movie? Yeah, and the second. Oh well, I don't speak on the second. Second one don't exist. <laughs> but the first one is definitely my favorite video game movie ever, and Mortal Kombat is getting rebooted. That's right, guys. So um, obviously we spoke about it here a few times before, but the upcoming Mortal Kombat reboot is dropping this April, and um, looks like they revealed the first look images of the upcoming Mortal Kombat film, and um, and you can check those out right now. On yeah, you seen the photos? Yeah, it looks good. Oh, yeah. my goodness, man. I want to know, is Johnny Cage's daughter going to be in it? I don't know. I don't think they're going that route, man. I don't think they're going the right. route of the Right, so they're doing game. a reboot. They started right. from the beginning. Yeah. But I saw they had the cyborgs in it, though, so. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you saw that scene where, um, I mean, they showed it real quick. Mm-hmm. But I guess it was it was Kano's scene. They were showing him that they were putting the mechanics inside Kano or whatever. Man. Yeah, dope. yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm excited because basically from from the 1995 film and it and it did. I mean, I still love that movie. I feel like now with the technology that we got, just like you were talking about the CGI for Justice League, man, they could do so much with this Mortal Kombat film and the fact that from the images, which is oh, you know I what I mean. One. You saw the guy Scorpion snatch. Somebody shot a shot his uh his hook or his claw right through this guy's neck. Hey man, that's what I want. That's <laughs> hey, I want Mortal Kombat to be that. I want to see the the bloody fatalities. I want all of that, man. And you know, I'm just excited to see these characters grace the big screen again, man. And and well, and also too, it's going to be available. That's going to be one of the films that's going to be available day one on HBO Max as well as theaters. Um, so that's going to be fun. I'm I'm excited. Don't get me wrong, I would have loved to seen it in a theater, but you know, with the pandemic and everything, I right. I'm happy that I can just you know watch it from Enjoy home. It. Yeah. Enjoy it at home. Yeah. Question so, for you. What's up? Question, real quick. Uh huh. So what's your favorite? Uh, you sound like a fan. What's your, what's your favorite Mortal Kombat character? Ooh, like who I just love or who I love to play with. I mean, when you used to play, who you played with all the time? Ooh, Sub Zero. Sub Zero, yeah, I love that was Sub-Zero. that was my guy. I mean, I love Liu Kang too, but the I played with Sub Zero more because I was I was able to learn his combos better. Like I'm good right. with a few combos, but subs like I was I guess my fingers were just like, oh, okay, cool, I can I can do these combos quicker than I can most characters. And I just love just the whole idea of just like, you know, freezing someone in the air and coming through and sliding up. And with, the, and with that uppercut. Yes, yeah, sir. You know what I mean? So yeah, sub zero, 
Um, of course, everyone used Scorpion. You know, Scorpion's that dude. But um, but yeah, my guy, Scorpion. Was Scorpion, your guy. guy. Yeah, man. Yeah. What what about Scorpion? Obviously, other than the the awesome effects and how he's just dope. <laughs> was... I mean, his whole story, you know, because yeah. when he first did the Mortal Kombat or whatever, first of all, those all the ninjas, they all look alike, so they were using the same, you know, model. Right. And the guys really didn't have good backstories. Yeah. But once I once you get to hear Scorpion's backstory, he's basically Ghost Rider. Right. You know. Yeah. He's on a revenge trip. You You're know right. A hundred percent, man. That's a great comparison. I never would have thought of those two, but yeah, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. For sure, man. He's the spirit of vengeance, man. Yeah. I think that's kind of dope. I like Johnny Cage, too. Hey, you know what wrestling reminds me of Johnny Cage? Who's that? The Miz. The Miz. Okay, for all our wrestler fans out there, <laughs> listeners of the Fighting <laughs> Champions podcast. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. The Miz, you right. You know, super Hollywood, braggadocious, like, yo, man, I'm, you know, I'm the man up in here. Y'all seen mm-hmm. my films? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see... Uh, to see all of these characters come back, man. I'm excited to see Kung Lao. Because, like, in the first movie, Kung Lao got done with quick. Right. And then he got killed. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I think who killed him? I don't know if it was Goro or Shang Tsung killed him at the beginning. And then, yeah, uh, took, took yeah. His life, yeah. Whatever, his soul, yeah. Yeah. And then Liu Kang went and just, you know, did his thing, man. So I'm excited for this, man. And the, the characters, they all look, they look, you know, representative of the characters i'm like okay i can see that yeah it's official you know remember yeah. they did the mortal Kombat on youtube a couple years ago that's right and, they did yeah yeah man it's kind of tight it was it was so um yeah i'm super excited man april i believe april 16th 2021 so uh just a few months away man i'm excited for this so uh you can check out again those images up right now on our facebook page at the comic section and you can check out those images and uh nerd out with us man because i'm yeah mortal Kombat. let's go now all we need now we need a street fighter movie man that's what we need <laughs> i've been saying it yo the first movie was so bad it's good you know what i mean <laughs> That's one that's of what those. they call. It's what they call a cult classic. Yes, sir, <laughs> man. I need to see. <laughs> I need that in my life, y'all. So, um, yeah, guys. So that about wraps up our breaking news headlines for this week. And again, guys, there's a ton of new stories that comes out. Obviously, whenever we record, there's always new stories that happen. So we can't get to every story, but it's all good. That's why we got social media. That's why we have our website. So uh, head over to the comic section on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, so you can check out all the latest news and headlines all right all righty now it's time for us to, to go ahead and jump into coming soon previews this is the time of the show where we preview the latest trailers that drop and this week we only have one trailer and uh you know this is for the 90s kids you know what i'm saying this trailer that just dropped i believe yesterday um really hits me in the nostalgic heartstrings you know what i'm saying because i grew up in the 90s and i was a nickelodeon kid you know i watched a bunch of nickelodeon shows and this show in particular was up there, one of my all-time favorites. And I'm talking about the horror classic, Are You Afraid of the Dark? You know what I'm saying? T-Daddy, uh, were you a fan of uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Are you familiar with it at all? I'm familiar with it a little bit, but no, I, I wasn't a fan. Okay. But you know, you and I are two different eras. True. So. I, I get that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so this might not be for you, but for our 90s kids out there, let's go ahead and check out the new trailer because apparently Nickelodeon has brought back the series and it's going to be brand new stories. So I'm interested because these kids, you know, they, they, you know, they're younger. You know, these kids don't look like the kids when I was a kid. Does that make sense? <laughs> so let's. I mean, 
You're grown now, so. I know, right? So that's why I'm like, wait a minute, that don't make sense, does it? When oh. you were a kid watching this show, these yeah. kids actually looked older than you. Right, but these kids look now. like they're like 10. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving too much away. <laughs> Let's go ahead and check out the trailer for Are You Afraid of the Dark premiering February 12th on Nickelodeon. Let's take a look. Dude, you have to come see this. This is not a good idea. What's the matter? Are you afraid of the dark? Have you heard from Connor? No. Should I have? No one's seen him all day. He's a leader of the Midnight Society. He would never bail on us like this. What is that? Maybe it's a shadow, and it's following him in every single photo. I'm not afraid of you! I have to find out what happened to Connor. Once you enter the haunted woods, you cross into the Shadow Man's domain, and an unspeakable curse will fall upon you. Scared, Seth? No. Maybe just a little bit. Are you sure about this? Anyone want to back out? Did you guys hear that? Sure, let's go toward the ghost. It's a good idea. Spirits high, spirits low. Protect me from this wicked foe. What's happening? The man is following me. Somebody's watching me. We have to go now. Come on, let's go. Hannah, we said door open. We're trying to break an evil curse that's threatening our lives, Mom. Just do it with the door open. All right, there we have it. The trailer, Are You Afraid of the Dark? New episodes dropping February 12th on Nickelodeon. And um, and I know T-Daddy said this wasn't, you know, your era right here. But I will say, though, from the looks of the trailer, it, it looks pretty cool. You know, I'm, I don't hey, know. It know, just don't hit me like, you know. You know what know. my era was? Amazing stories. Amazing Ooh. stories. Now, I came on the end of that era. So I, I, right. I remember my like older cousins. That was the show that my, uh, my cousins would have me sit down and watch with them. But I only know vaguely. Um, thank God for YouTube because I can, you know, <laughs> check out all these. But uh, but that was your that was your jam then. Right, right, okay. right. Yeah, man, that's uh, I just look from the looks of it though. You know, for um, younger listeners out there who like, because I'm a big horror fan. I love horror movies. Horror movies are probably my favorite genre now. It's like as a when I was a younger kid, it was more action, and obviously I love comedies, but horror, man, I'm just a big horror fan so to see a new horror show i'm always intrigued to see how they're going to do it especially you know that's targeted for kids it involves kids yeah Yeah, but my too much i know gotta scare you but see that's the thing that's that's where i feel like the difference is that's why i'm like am i going crazy feeling this way but i'm gonna be honest with you man if you watch those older episodes they were legit like yo like this is it's pretty intense for like a show that twelve year olds used to watch. They like they really, you know, and that was before I guess the quote unquote PC era that we're I guess we're living in now. So they can, you know, that was like a brand new show back then. So I guess and a brand new network, Nickelodeon being, you right. know, was super young at the time. So they were able to take risk on, you know, they couldn't get away then, with some of the stuff now. And think about it, it's it probably majority of adults watching that, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. You well, know, even though it was a kids network, it was, you know, yeah, a lot of adults, you know, exactly, because yeah. they never seen a network like that before. Like, just come out of nowhere and be like, oh, "Okay, this is for kids. Let me check this out." 
But um, but yeah, guys. So if you are interested in it, and again, you know, obviously it's the audio version, so you know it's better if you actually could see it as well then just listen to it so head over to our facebook page obviously we have way more trailers to get to on the site as well just in case we don't get to them today all right and uh next up we're gonna get into the review section of the podcast and uh t daddy the magnificent t daddy i know he went and uh checked out wonder woman 1984 me and little co we reviewed it about two weeks ago and um Matter of fact, I might wait. I'll, you know, T Daddy, since you saw it, I'll wait until I hear your opinions on it before. Do you know what me and CO rated it? Did you get? Nah. Okay, perfect. 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 This is good. This is a great setup right here. So, T Daddy, Wonder Woman 1984, you saw it, you watched it. Uh, give me your, let me see, give me your rating for this first. What What do you rate this out of, out of 10? Out of 10? Yeah. One out of ten. Uh, I give it like a three. Ooh, oh, see, all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is what I've been waiting for. Because uh, one thing about this movie for sure is very, very divisive. There's a lot of people that love it, a lot of people that don't. And uh, T Daddy appears to be on that side that don't really love it all that much. He gave it a three. So, uh, T Daddy, explain your rating. Why you gave it a three? The writing was just awful, man. Mm. And there was a lot of gaps, you know, things missing that just didn't make sense. They didn't explain a lot of stuff, even in the beginning when they had her, you know, uh, I guess they were doing some type of Olympics or something. Right. Okay. Well, before you keep going, uh, for those of you, I'm sorry, for those of you who haven't seen it, uh, spoilers. Because I'm sure you're probably going to. Oh, well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Just in case. Just in case. So, <laughs> How do you want me to do this? No, no, no. This is good. This is good. This is good. I want. I don't want you to hold back. I'm just letting the listeners know. Hey, so uh, spoil, if you don't want to be spoiled, if you haven't seen Wonder Woman 1984, go ahead and fast forward. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you about three seconds. Ready? One, two, three. All right, T-Daddy, do your thing. All right, let's go. So, um, I mean, they just... It didn't make any sense, you know. Her, um, her, her, her powers don't make sense. Mm. Um, the plot or the story or whatever, you know, um, with that, uh, was that, that that jewel or gem or whatever that was, right? Like the and wishing, the, the wishing, yeah, gem. yeah, like yeah, yeah. That, Grant your wish and made, stuff. That made no sense. Like they uh, used it whenever it was convenient for the story. Ah, you know, okay. Um, so it's just like a. Uh, a simple plot device that was just there. Right. It was inserted. Like there, there was one moment when the, um, the guy should have used the, um, the wishing gym and he could have changed some things. Yeah. The dream. And stone. he did right. The dreams. And he didn't, he, he, it was just weird, man. The whole mm. thing was, was weird. Okay. And how about the guy who, um, so she wishes her boyfriend into, mm. uh, this completely random guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep, and they forget about the guy after that. Yeah, you know what? I, okay, keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's laying up with this dude or whatever. This it's not consensual, so she's basically raping this guy. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Got him going all over the world. Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow, man! You, like, know, you know what? Huh? I I'm not to interrupt you because I'm gonna let you keep doing your thing. But uh, I have heard like that sentiment before about how a lot of people felt bad for the guy that had his body just taken over. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, uh, uh, what's, um, kind of like in horror movies when, uh, you get possessed, he got possessed by stress by Steve Trevor. 
for and the whole movie. Yeah. And then, um, like I said, she laying up with him or whatever, you know, none of that was consensual. Maybe he didn't want to lay up with her. <laughs> okay, you're making, you're making some points here. She's, she's so obsessed by her um, boyfriend from uh-huh. uh, what was it, 1932, 40, whatever. Yeah. And how about when he was flying the jet? Oh. When they got the jet or whatever? Yeah. And this guy flew, what was it? It wasn't even World War II. It was World War One planes, right? Right. Right. So how was he able to fly that jet? Uh, well, and you, then the jet, well, here's the thing. It, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And then the jet was the two-seater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. They don't make two-seater jets I know. like that. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't. They, you know, they had to do that for the first. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Okay, so I, now again, I'm, I'm just, I'm letting you do your thing. But um, I did read that, um, well, that jet in the movie that wasn't like an old school jet though, or it was it was a little bit old school because that's why they went to it. You know what I'm saying? That way he was you know more familiar with it because there that were there was- were other jets that they passed. He was like, you know what? Nah, nah, nah. Let me get that jet because that's the jet that I recognize. How? I don't know. <laughs> How do you recognize that jet? Because he even remembered. They didn't even have jets. With <laughs> well, not jet. I mean plane. I mean, that's what I mean. Plane. Plane. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> And then they cozy and uh, flying across the world or whatever, like you know, uh-huh. they're on um, national lampoons of vacation. It was crazy, man. <laughs> okay, so you didn't like. All right, so you didn't like the plot. Um, you didn't like the Dreamstone. Um, were there at least characters that you thought was okay, cool, or like? I, I didn't like it. You just didn't like it at all. I didn't like it, and I, and I fought the movie the whole time I watched it because I didn't like it. But you you wanted to like it, but you were fighting like, oh, I want to like it, but I just can't. Right. I made uh, myself, you know, watch the majority of the movie. Okay. Oh, so you, you know? didn't even finish it. Well, you, I mean, I watched that... it. Okay. I was there. No, I watched it. But okay, it was okay. like, you know, I'm sitting there cracking on the movie like, what is this? You know, <laughs> I'm going to the bathroom. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, remember Mystery Science Theater 3000? Yeah. yeah so yeah. That's, that's what you were doing. You were doing your own version of that? Basically, that's the kind of movie that was, and they blew uh, this thing up like it was going to be Captain America or something. Man, you oh know, man. Um, there was nothing patriotic about that movie. Mm-hmm. I still don't understand her powers or what. I know she's what a, a goddess, right? Right, right. So basically, um, you know, Amazon, uh, Father Zeus, uh, wife Hippolyta, Hippolodia, Hippolodia. Yeah, I think I'm saying the name right. But yeah, so you know, came from clay. So she has the powers of a god. Plus, you know, the Amazonian bloodline. You think she was, you think she was overpowered? In the movie? Yeah. Or just overall? Uh, in the movie, I will say my critique on it. And um, and if you're if you're good, I can tell you what uh, me and CO rated this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You good? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to hear it. All right, CO loved it. CO, CO <laughs> they rated it 9 out of 10. CO loved it. <laughs> I what, what does she love about it? So before you tell me um how you feel about it, what does she love about it? Um well they like to you know fight just, the power. The what now? Fight she, she likes to fight the power, you know. Um Well, I mean I'm not I I don't wanna I don't wanna speak too much on as to why they like this so much, but in a in a way it's kinda like, you know, the story of oh. it just just uh you know, my my thing is I'll you know, I'm more comfortable speaking for me. I don't wanna, you know, uh I'll speak or, okay. you know, put any words in CEO's mouth. But I, I would say that. with me, I say I mean, I rated it I rated it, I think I wanna say like a seven. 
Um, but that was from the first. That was that was the first. Well, wait, that was the first time I watched it. I watched it again, and I told CEO last week that I was going to watch it one more time because the first time I watched it, I was just hyped because I'm like, finally, man, this movie was delayed like three or four times. So I'm like, okay, I'm just ready to watch it now. So I was just hyped already. So I, you know, I'm first one. Let's go. But second time, wait, wait, wait. wait. But see, the second time I watched it, you good? The second time I watched it, that's when I was like, oh, okay. I'm starting to see why people don't really like it too much. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going right. to watch it one more time. I'm probably going to watch oh. it as soon as soon as we get off the, the podcast. I'm going to watch it. Three. Yeah, I'm going to watch it one more time <laughs> so I can be like, all right, I may come back. Because I told CEO I may come back and, and re-rate it. Just because of seeing and hearing your complaints as well as a lot of other people who basically had similar critiques of the film. I, I saw those critiques in the second viewing. Third one, it, right. it's probably going to stick out that much more because, you know, I might be looking for it even more now. So I'm going to watch it one more time. But I will say that I I completely understand why people didn't and why you don't. So, right. so yeah, I mean, so I, I, I definitely understand your critiques on it. I would say Wonder Woman being overpowered, my critique just off their first watch I was like, man, like she kind of, I mean, you went from fighting a god, you know, with uh, Hades, you went, or yeah, right? You went from fighting, um, I don't know if it was Hades, but it was one of the gods, and then you went to fighting a guy that had a powerful stone. So, oh, and Cheetah, my bad, Cheetah. Um, yeah, the whole cheetah thing. I guess they needed the villain, so you know, yeah, they turned the lady into cheetah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, uh, you know, that right there, because it's hard. It's hard to go from you know fighting the god of war. You're like, oh, okay, like that cheetah. villain, and then you kind of scaled down a little bit. I'm like, oh, because it's kind of. I feel like in a way they kind of like shot themselves in the foot because they went so big the first big villain. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, oh, they should have started. Big. Yeah, they should have started with like a smaller, more ground level villain, and then worked their way up. Blow, yeah, to yeah, Ares. Um, I think it was Ares. Worked your way to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I feel like, oh man, you know, I feel like they kind of, you know, did that. But yeah, I understand completely. But um, I do feel like Wonder Woman, you know, powers are nerfed. But here's the thing to bring it back around. This is why I asked you about the uh, Zack Snyder Justice League film. Zack Snyder posted a photo on his Twitter account of Wonder Woman um, on his original version of how he was going to do the movies before he got booted out. Um, there was a photo that he posted of Wonder Woman around like these these men, and she had a bag full of heads of like these enemies, and she just had like this like badass look on her face and i'm like oh i want to see that version that would have been dope, i want to see it, that version of wonder woman just like, like red sonya yeah yeah i want to see the wonder woman that we saw in batman v superman when she came mm-hmm. down and she was no, yeah that this I, movie here was worse than the television show mm, the television show was better than this movie that's crazy wow mm. man oh man well and you remember the television show she had the invisible plane Right, yeah, the, you had the invisible jet. That's basically you know, and and they had it in the movie, <laughs> like how they explained it. I like how they explained it because it was hard to how do I mean how do well, you? Yeah, because we can never figure out first of where did she get the jet from, right? And then how was it invisible, right? So now you can say, hey, you know, it was a stuff, right? Stealth it was stuff, yeah. So that right. that make that makes. I, I'm glad they addressed that because I was like, how in the world are they going to like, you know, 
figure that out. But I like how they went with that angle. But but yeah, I understand completely your critiques, just like a lot of people's critiques on the film. Um, so yeah, it's uh, okay. All right. Well, that's good, man. I, I, you know, and this is why I love it, man, because T, for the listeners out there, man, the magnificent T Daddy was kind of nervous. but like, hey, Jay, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if the people are ready for my review. And I'm like, no, trust me. There are people who feel, feel the same way like you. And there are also other people who feel complete opposite. But it's always good to hear the other side as well. You know what I'm saying? You know, that you, man was a victim, man. He was a victim. Uh, yeah, I do feel and, bad for that, uh, the actor. Yeah. Yeah. But she got with him at the end of the movie, in a way. A, I mean, he was back to himself, and she was like, oh, hey. He was like, well, hey. See, I, I guess you're used to him now. He's <laughs> 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 tripping, man. Oh, my goodness, man. Well, hey, that's that's what's up, man. And hopefully, uh, you know, I'm definitely interested in hearing, you know, our listeners' response. You know, if you feel the same way that uh, the Magnificent T Daddy does, definitely let us know in the comments of this podcast because i definitely can't wait to hear what people have to say on um on your review man i love it man it was an honest review that's one thing you can't say man about us man i know i get i get pegged with the label of you know liking almost everything right and i'm like no there's i mean here's the thing i'm easy to please because for the longest time t dad you you understand this because you're you know a little older than i am but when we were kids like we never expected to see these heroes that we drew up like in movies uh, in movies you know what i'm saying so i guess i'm just Super appreciated that. I can remember when the Hawk was a big deal when it would come on on Sundays, and I remember mm-hmm. they had an episode with Daredevil in it. Yeah, and that was or Thor. Yeah, that was yeah that that, that was huge because mm-hmm. you, you know we didn't they just didn't put uh, superheroes in movies right like that. Yeah, so I mean I get pegged and you know I like everything because it's like Superman. Right, right. Superman and Batman, of course. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's my thing, man. I'm like, oh, man, we get to see these characters that we played, you know, toys with or drew like on like color paper, like, oh, they're actually on the screen. So, you know, but I, I definitely get where you're coming from. And a uh, great review, man. I love it, man. It was you, you get an A plus for honesty, man, because a lot of times when when I ask people, yo, I want you to give your 100 percent honest reaction on the podcast, people get a little too nervous. And even Lil Seal would say, Lil Seal, they might not agree with you, but they will love that you gave an honest review. Because that's what, you know, like every time I'm going and I hear the podcast, they, they get too, you know, they're too nice. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I know them. And I was like, yeah, so we need some we need some of that heat. You know, we call it spiciness. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so I appreciate that review, T-Daddy. And uh, before we end out the show... Um, I want to know your, you know, I guess your favorite comic book movies or or even a comic book storyline from the comic books. Like, do you have like a favorite, you know, movie all time, you know, or a favorite comic book run? Like, yo, I always go back and read this this run of, you know, say Spider-Man or something like that. Or, you know, do you have like a favorite film? Let's start with that. I mean, I I go way back. Okay, let's go way back. I got my first um, collection of comic books. My neighbor dropped off two boxes of mm-hmm. comic books at my house um, when I was a kid. I probably was about eight years old. Oh, wow. And it was two boxes of comics. I guess they were her sons or whatever. Okay. Like, I got the issue of Iron Man when he was flying around drunk, um, uh, when he, you know, crashing yeah. in the buildings and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. I, I remember that storyline. That was definitely a, a poignant storyline and i was like man they really they really going there with uh with iron man talk well, tackling uh, alcoholism and stuff yeah yeah that's what this that's, that's what it was about you know tony was a mess but yeah. keep this i got web of spider-man number one. 
Oh, I really? wonder if he knows I have that. Yeah, I got his web of Spider-Man in good condition. Oh man, okay. You might have to hold on to that one, man. You got to put oh, that you know in the safe. Hold, <laughs> you, you know I'm holding on to it, man. You know I'm holding on to it. But awesome. coming up, you know, um, and to go back to this story, I got these boxes full of comics. You know, I was a kid, mm-hmm. so um, I used to read all the X-Men stuff. But I had like all kind of junk, man. I had Ghost Riders. Um, I had Mephistos. You know, stuff that actually wound up being worth money. Mm. And since I was a kid, I didn't want nothing to do with the devil and none of that type stuff. And I, a lot of that stuff that was out in space and all that was just weird and taboo yeah. to me. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, those comics I got rid of, believe it or not. Mm. And they probably were worth money. So, right, right. But um, I was a big X-Men fan. And this guy um really only collected Marvel. He didn't collect a lot of DC stuff. Okay. So yeah. I was a big X-Men fan because I could relate. Mm. You know, to me, the X-Men stories just seemed real. It, it almost right. seemed like the civil rights movement. No, and you know what? It's I'm and I believe this is true. Like basically uh Professor X and um and Magneto are basically based off of uh Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and uh Malcolm and X. Malcolm X. Yeah. Yep. You know? Man. Yeah. I get that. So I I mean I, I was really into, you know, the, the X-Men, Wolverine, um, mm-hmm. you know, um Cyclops, um the original team with Iceman yeah. when he was a snowball. Uh, <laughs> I got some issues with the Hellfire Club. Right, um, right, yeah. Yeah. Um um what was his name? Um uh Professor X's son, um Okay. Um okay. Storm. Um I was, you know, I, I I was really into the X-Men, man. Even right. X Factor. I loved X Factor. Strong Guy was one of my favorite characters. I like Forge too. Mm. You know, um yeah. I, I like the story. It started to change a little bit once um cable and them came into the scene. It's they kind of um, phased out the new mutants. A couple of them died, and they started the X Force, and right. things started to change from there. Whereas that's when um Todd um McFarlane was uh was was was, was drawing drawing the um, comics, yeah, yeah. Because I remember he, he did, drew for like Spider Man and drew for like he did like Venom and all of that, man. And yeah, his drawings are amazing to this day. It's like man, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's that dude, man. He's that dude, right? I actually, I actually met him, man. Really. Yeah. How was he? Is he uh I mean he seems like a cool guy. Very uh I mean, just very like out and there you. and stuff. Yeah, it's just like me and you. you there know? we go. Man. He's it's like you yeah. had a Levi's he had a Levi's jeans um jeans deal at the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> when you got money like that, man, you could you dress however you want, man. You taught McFarlane, man. You a legend, well, bro. <laughs> he had a deal. Levi's gave him a deal. There you this go, even we, better. Yeah, this is when <laughs> Levi's had remember the um the buckle your fly? Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He had a deal with him. But oh, um man. That's kind of what I'm into. And then when all those guys uh, went over to Image, I, I got into Image a little bit. I right. didn't really, I wasn't really feeling Wildcast. I love Spawn, though. Spawn's a my lot thing, of people, man. Yeah, I a lot of Spawn. people didn't get into Spawn because he was Spider-Man, but he wasn't Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I love the whole Spawn story, man. Even down to the end, man. Like, yo, yeah. like the whole time, um, I don't know. This might be a spoiler because I don't, you know. No, uh, no, you're good. You're good. That that'll get people to want to, you know, buy these comics. And and again, and honestly, you know, that's uh, one of the biggest points and one of the biggest things we highlight on the show. You know, like uh, we talk about the actual comic books because without the comic books, you know, there's no right. films. Like, so right. we have to take it back to the source, to the beginning of everything, which is well, the comic books. So I'm waiting on that movie, the new Spawn. Me too. But um, 
you know, um, Al did all that extra stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you know, he wound up killing um. Well, he didn't kill him, but he 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 uh wound up um exiling God and the devil from yeah. this planet. Yeah, to the point where he actually was God. He was God. Yeah, he recreated. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was that's so. I love that story, got, man. He got everything right. His wife knew about him. His uh, mm-hmm. wife's husband knew about him. His wife's right. husband was shook like, oh, he's about to come back and take you. This man uh-huh. just saved the world. Right. And they threw a wrench in it mm-hmm. where she was like, what makes you think I want him back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was like, what do you mean? You know, he's out. You love him. Blah, blah, blah. Right, and she was right. like, he was the worst husband ever. He used to beat me. Mm. I was like, wow. Yeah. You know, I didn't yeah. see that coming. You didn't see it. I always thought, yeah, I always thought Al was a victim, you know. Um we, I mean I knew he was in the um the the Secret Service or whatever. Um, right, you right. know. Yeah, but I didn't know, you know, that he was actually this um um badass um jerk off, you know. Right. Yeah. That was never home. And when he was home, you know, right. he was beating his wife and being irate about things and you know, just making her life, you know, like yeah. I didn't, I didn't like that wrench, man. I didn't mm-hmm. like it. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. But it may grab your attention. You're like, oh, man. Okay, so. Like, this yeah. man went through all this and then. Yeah, and he turned out to be a jerk. I'm like, oh. Right. Like, oh. You didn't know he was a jerk the whole time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay, dope, man. Great recommendations. What about films? Well, uh, do you have, like, uh, your favorite uh, comic book films? Maybe some that a lot of people may not know of. And you're like, oh, you guys got to go back and watch this film or a movie that we've seen, but nah, you really got to, you know, pay attention. You know, do you have like any favorite comic book films? I know you have a good bit, but. Oh uh, man, you already know RoboCop was my joint. There we go. See, that's the name that this is why I brought T daddy to be a guest on here. Cause T daddy would bring an answer that you would not see coming. RoboCop. Why is RoboCop such a great film? I mean, it's just like, it's a cult film, man. Yeah. The original. Yeah. The, the first, the first flip. Right. You know, all the stuff. First of it, it wasn't supposed to work. Mm-hmm. And then um, there was another movie that was out that was basically the same concept of idea. So that's why this wasn't supposed to work. Right. All the cult information they put in that movie, as far as the television commercials and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they built this some um, city, yeah, old Detroit. You know, and right. then once you get down to the plot, it, RoboCop was one of those movies I saw when I was a kid. I probably wasn't supposed to see it. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't figure out a lot of stuff till I, I got older. Where you know, uh-huh. it's like, dang, you know, they put Murphy and um, they, they they transferred him over to that uh, police department where they were in the rough side of the neighborhood and cops die all the time because they're using these cops' bodies or whatever, trying to you know um, come up with this ultimate super police officer. Right, right. So uh, for the listeners out there who may not be familiar, he's talking about the character Alex Murphy, who uh, right, right, got transferred. Right, yeah, RoboCop. Yeah. Got transformed into RoboCop, man. Definitely a classic film. Yeah, I'm with you. The first RoboCop. If you haven't seen the first RoboCop, please do yourself a favor. Only, you know, for our, you know, adult listeners, your kids, and uh, you might want to talk to your, your parents first. But kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for the adults, you know, the adults out there, they know. They know. They know. I, I'm a big um G.I. Joe fan. Here we go. All right. So wait, so G.I. Joe, the animated movie? From the, I like all of them. I even like the new movies, even though you know they they, they kind of yeah, didn't they fit. Did. You know, you know what I like. I, I like the first one. The first one yeah. they had your boy uh, Marlon Wayans in it. Yeah, and uh, well, I, I definitely like him because it gave Marlon some play. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that was good. I'm, 
I'm still waiting on the Thundercats movie. Hey, me too, man. I, come on, man. Let's talk about it, man. Yo, Thundercats, and you know what's funny? I was on another podcast by um, my mentor, uh, Yanni Rude. Um, team obviously knows who that is, and uh, for our yeah, listeners out guy. there, yeah. Um, we talked, he asked me who my favorite uh, top five superheroes were. And uh, I threw in Thundercats. He was like, Thundercats? I'm like, yes, man. Thundercats, I feel... I mean, I'll still go back and rewatch old episodes, man. I'm like, yo, y'all oh, could so do a Thundercat I, movie, man. Please. I love the Thundercats. Come man. on, man. Yo, Lionel was about that, what, four years old or something when they left that planet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, they got the third Earth. He was a grown man. Sword. And then the other kids were still kids or whatever. They right. were like, yo. Sword of Omens, man. That's one oh, of the, shit. One of the most... Oh yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, Chitara? no. Yep. Yep. 100%. See? And you, and you know they was naked. <laughs> you know they was naked when they left that planet, right? Well, yeah. I mean, when you know, they didn't have nothing, the planet was about to be over. Oh man. Chitara was bad, man. I like <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> You had your crush on Chitara? I feel you. Yeah, man. Chitara. <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm with you, man. Thundercats, they should definitely do a Thundercat movie. I seen some fan, um, fan made trailers that look awesome, and I'm like, yo, I need this, I need this movie right now. I need it. I was into the cartoon and the, the new cartoon they they had on Nickelodeon um a couple of years ago, but it, it wasn't hitting like the original. Nah, nah, it just wasn't it hitting. Panthro. Yep. Panther remind me of Lewis Gossett Jr. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Good point. Man, you're dropping a lot of gems out there for our listeners out there. You got to, hey, all our listeners out there, go look up Lou Gossett Jr. and all these great actors that uh the Magnificent T-Daddy is bringing up, man. Awesome, man. So, uh, okay. I like that, man. So, uh, RoboCop. Definitely recommend everyone to check out. And, the, original. Uh, the original. The original. The original. Yeah, you're right. Original. Not that new mess they put out a couple years ago. Yeah, that was. That was part that... two was I. It was comical. Yeah. It wasn't, you know. Part three was horrible, but they switched characters. Um, It wasn't even the same uh, Alex. Same. The same guy, that, the same actor yeah. played Alex Murphy. Yeah. yeah. So dope, man. So I love it, man. So check out RoboCop and Thundercats, man. That's oh. A... Uh-oh. You just hey. thought. Uh-oh. What you I got? know you used to. I mean, I know we're doing comics, man, but you uh, know they had a comic book too. Remember Police Academy? Of course. Well, we just hey, uh, know, we just spoke about hooks um, pass. Yeah, hooks. Yeah, we we spoke about that last week. We uh we paid yeah. tribute. We paid tribute to uh the actress who played uh Laverne Hooks, and um yeah we gave a great tribute to her. And again, condolences to her and her family. So yeah, if you haven't seen Police Academy, do yourself a favor. You're gonna be laughing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, them, man. oh man, they're all great. That was that- that was my stuff coming up, man. I used to love it, man. I used to love it. There you go, man. Well, hey, T-Daddy, man, I want to, you know, thank you for, you know, coming on the podcast, man. You did a great job, man. Yo, round of applause for the magnificent T-Daddy. Man. Thank yeah, you. man. Y'all too kind. Hey, man, you know, we got to, you know, hook you up with that, man. You know what I'm saying? Round of applause. Let me do it. Let me do it. <laughs> Hey man, so again, um, so T Daddy for you know for the listeners out there who would like to uh, you know maybe follow you, you know stay in touch with you, man. You are on social media. You want to let people know your handles and all that. Yeah, I'm at uh, Sir Sir T Daddy Commercial Kings. You can check me out, and basically that's about it. CommercialKings.com. There you go. So those are my sites. You can follow me on there. Right. Mixtape so, T. Yeah. Mixtape T. That's right. So of our uh, listeners who are, you know, fans of music or, you know, want to get some uh, some DJ drops and all of that for our people who like to, you know, jam out, listen to some music and also need some need some great production and all that stuff, right? 
yeah, yeah, check us out. There we go. There we go. And again, you know, we're, we're, we're the official voices of BT. There we go. Hennessy, yeah, Hennessy Black. All right. You ever heard of Hennessy Black? Yes, I have. Yeah. Live wire. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. We're doing some, you know, some 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 big things, man. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. And super super Jubilee, excited. Ser- um, yeah. Serious radio. Yeah. There we go. There we go. They doing it, man. Growing, man. So again, make sure you follow the magnificent T Daddy. And um and hey man, proud of you, man, and all the things you got coming up and all the things you got in the future in the works. All right. And uh thank you guys so much for tuning in with us. And uh again, as always, make sure you follow all the shows of the Comic Section Podcast Network, like the Rad Gaming Podcast. For those of you who may not know, they actually went live on YouTube the other day for their third episode talking about the games that we love to play also prime cuts horror podcast for all of our horror fans they got a new episode in the works the fighting champions podcast all of our pro wrestling fans i was a guest host last week so um be on the lookout for the new episode that's about to be posted any day now and uh you gotta get me on there jay oh yeah you gotta I, get me on I know i know i know we can talk wrestling all day i know you can uh also the superhero fitness podcast and last but not least our very own producer Reggie C's Sonic Embassy presents podcast. He has a new episode out as well. So again, guys, you can see all of those episodes, hear all those episodes by heading over to thecomicsectionnetwork.com. And don't forget, we got some exclusive merch that you can go and check out. All the merch that we have and uh, represent your favorite podcast, the Comic Section Podcast. All right. Other than that, I'll catch you guys next week. I've been Jason, alongside my guest host this week, the magnificent T Daddy. We'll catch you guys for a new episode of the Comic Section Podcast next week. Peace. Sonic Embassy.